Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! What are we doing? We are doing a book club today, I believe. We are doing Sacrilegious Book Club! And it's coming out a bit really late because mm. I was am sick. Yeah. <laughs> so... You were dying. Yeah, I'm yeah. still not fully well, but mm-hmm. I'm well enough to be maybe doing a podcast, so... Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what are we? Uh, what are we getting into today? Um. Well, I'm just gonna sing 
for the intro a little oh, yeah. bit, and then and then I'll tell you when we get into the show. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm so, looking forward. Oh, for the in- this bit right for here. For this bit, yeah. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemazel, Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated. We're gonna do it. Give us any chance, we'll take it. Read us any rule, we'll break it. We're gonna make our dreams come true. Doing it our way. Okay. You don't know what that is? I, yeah, that's like the, um, oh God. Um, now I'm drawing a complete blank, but it's the two women that work on the assembly line and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and then yeah. they, yeah, it's an old show. Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Yep. yep. Good and, on you. Yeah. Okay, go. Okay. So I guess we're getting into this now? Yeah. Okay. Okay, so we are jumping back into this book here called A Treasury of Jewish Folklore. Stories, traditions, legends, humor, wisdom, and folk songs of the Jewish people. Uh-huh. Edited by Nathan Ozubel. Yep. And you keep looking at me because you want to know I'm waiting for like some sort of an fuck. explanation as okay, to what's going on. I'm getting on. there. Yeah. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Okay, so part one was Jewish salt. Part two was heroes. And we are in part three, the human comedy. And... We are still in chapter one, droll characters. Uh-huh. And um, last week we did schnorbers and beggars and fools and simpletons. And this time, this time, we are in schlemiels. Schlemiels. And schlemazels. And schlemazels. But not Hassenpfeffer Incorporated. Okay. Schlemiel. Schlemazel. Okay. Now do you get it? Yeah. Yeah, as soon yeah. as I heard those words, or saw them in the book, I was like, hold on a second. I see. Yeah. I, see. Okay. I was like, I'm fairly certain that's the beginning of... And now we've just lost anybody that's not, like, on their deathbed. What? what? <laughs> it's such an old show. Well, oh, I see what Laverne you're saying. Laverne and Shirley? Okay. Come on. I mean, it, I only ever saw it in reruns. Like, yeah. I never saw it the first time Right. Through. No, that's what I'm saying. It was old when we were kids. Yeah. So. And they don't do reruns anymore. Right. Of, yeah. I mean, and that's not, no, that's not entirely true. What I mean is kids don't watch reruns of TV. Right, especially if they're black and white or whatever. It wasn't black and white. What's they up? weren't? Oh. No. Oh, I, I say vaguely, I thought they were black and white. No, and it was a, um offshoot of uh, um, Happy Days. Right, right. Did you know that? I did vaguely know that, yes. Okay, yeah. And the Fonz came on for four episodes. Ooh. Yeah, to make sure that it was a heavy hitter. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, do you know what a schlemiel or schlemazel? I have no idea. Or Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated is? None of the above. None of the above? Nope. So, if I were to translate that bit, it would be a klutz, a loser, rabbits do, copyrighted. I see. <laughs> okay. Haas and Pfeffer is rabbits do. Right. I did know that only because of Bugs Bunny, though. And it, it only occurred to me after you said Haas and Pfeffers, too. Ah. So. I never said Haas and Pfeffers, too. Oh, well, whatever. I said rabbits, too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So let's get into this book. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What, out of, oh, we're in the intro of Schlemiel's and Schlemazel's. Okay. Page 343. And you just got a big old smile on your face because. Because I got to say Schlemiel, Schlemazel. <laughs> <laughs> It'll never get old. <laughs> Look, you guys, um, 
I never got to watch um, um, Laverne and Shirley except through um, reruns when my parents weren't around. They weren't like real big fans of the show. Got it. And I've watched a few episodes. Well, women working probably, you know, went against their I was gonna say, social mores. Well, I have watched a few episodes since then and oh my god, that show is hilarious. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So it's no wonder my parents didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So anyway, out of the poverty of European ghetto life arose two folk types, the schlemiel and the schlemazel. The words schlemiel and schlemazel are rarely applied according to their precise meanings. Almost always they are used interchangeably. This is, of course, not altogether without reason, as the two types did have an affinity. They both had their origin in the same economic swamp of ghetto stagnation. Also, their end product was identical. Failure. Got it. Okay. So we're going to get into, like, what the fuck are they, though? Okay. okay. Yeah. But what actually is a schlemiel? Ready? Yeah. In the Jewish folk mind, the schlemiel is conceived of as an awkward bungling fellow, plagued not only with butterfingers, but with absolutely no skill in coping with any situation in life. He is forever getting in his own and everyone else's way and spoils everything he attempts. I see. So a bungler. Okay. And what's a schlemazel? Essentially the same thing. He's the first cousin to the schlemiel. No matter what he puts his hand to, it turns out he is wrong. But not because he lacks ability or intelligence, but because he has no luck. Ah. The cards of an intensely competitive life are stacked against him. Okay. Okay, so we've got a a klutzy idiot bumbler, and we've got an unlucky fool. Got it. Okay? Yeah. To put it succinctly... A wit has made the following neat distinction between these two types. I love this. Okay. A schlemiel is a man who spills a bowl of hot soup on a schlemazel. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about sums it up. Right? Yeah, yeah. And you can see why they're used interchangeably right, in that right. case, right? Yeah. Right? And then um, with regard to schlemazel, the poet Abraham Ibn Ezra wrote... If I sold shrouds, no one would die. If I sold lamps, then in the sky, the sun for spite would shine by night. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, there is a type of schlemiel in Jewish folklore who stands by himself. He is the henpecked husband. And a couple of these um, stories that we'll get into reflect that. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Because there are so many schlemiels in Jewish life... There was naturally a superfluidity of henpecked husbands, meaning lots and lots of. You know what a henpecked husband is? Not exactly. No. His wife is a harpy who's always getting on. She rules the the household, and oh, she's okay. always like, "Why can't you?" And you never. And I'm always bossing you around to tell you a thing, and he like is kind of whipped. Got it. You know. Got it. In Bible times, the shrew was considered as a divine punishment, which will fall to the lot of the sinner. There is a proverb. It is better to dwell in the wilderness than with a contentious and angry woman. An unknown but probably long-suffering Talmudic sage became downright bitter about it. Life is not worth living for a husband who has a domineering wife. (laughs) Okay. So... 
Here is our first little story on page 345. Okay. Called The Master. Yeah. A man was married to a shrew, and she's always called a shrew. A shrew. Huh? She's yeah. always a shrew. Got it. Yeah. A man was married to a shrew who ordered him around the live long day. Once, when she had several women friends calling on her, she wanted to show off before them what absolute control she had over her husband. Damn. Shlemiel, she ordered, get under that table. Wow. Without a word, the man crawled under the table. Now, Shlemiel, come out, she again commanded. I won't, I won't, he defied her angrily. I'll show you that I'm still master in this house. <laughs> <laughs> he was in an evil yelling that. What, what a bunch fits. of shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, on page 346, we've got poor man's luck. A rabbi was asked to explain why it was that everything was permitted the rich, but not the poor. Is there a separate Torah for the rich and another for the poor? <laughs> it's all a matter of luck, answered the rabbi. Moses came down from Mount Sinai and found that the Jews had fashioned a golden calf. He got so angry about it that he went and shattered the Ten Commandments. The tables of the law, as you know, were made of the most precious gems. When the multitude saw Moses break them, they leaped forward to pick up the valuable pieces that fell in every direction. Now, who do you think had all the luck in the world? The rich, of course. They picked up all the pieces on which was written, Thou shalt. The poor, on the other hand, who have been schlamazels ever since the beginning of creation, had no luck at all. All they could pick up in the scrabble were little bits of the tables on which were written the word not. So there. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I was I mean, it's perfect. not exactly how it went down, but yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, it. I like that Um, it kind of gets into stuff that we've been reading about. Right, you right. Know? Yeah, no, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so now we're going to skip ahead a bunch. Because these were not my favorite. <laughs> oh, I see some music bars in there. Yeah, this um, the, there is a story with a bunch of music bars. This wow. guy was given three hundred dollars by his um, or not dollars, dinars, um, by his shrew of a wife, and she told him go into business, go buy some 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 stuff and sell it. Yeah, and so he went and he heard two songs and he. Thought that they were great, so he bought them. Oh. And then he went to a tailor and had them sewn together. Um, yeah. Okay. So that he could sell them. And so he came home with oh. nothing to show for it and yeah. his wife was mad. Got it. So yes, uh, okay. you did see that. That's Got what it. that story was about. All right. Yeah. See, not my favorite. No. No. Not my favorite at all. Okay, here we go. All right. I skipped a whole bunch. You skipped a whole bunch. I did. Yeah. Well, because, like, once you've read a couple of them, then you're like, oh, okay, I get the flavor of these. Right, right, And then a lot of them weren't as funny. Sure. You know? Yeah. And it was like, no, I, I already picked out. I want something out. good to read, yeah. Yeah, I already picked out the good ones. Right. Yeah. Okay, this one's on page 358, One Use for Scholarship. One day a stranger came into the house of study. No one had ever seen him before. Without a word, he made his way to the shelves where the books of sacred lore were stored. He began to pull out one huge tome after another, folios of the Talmud, the commentaries of Rashi, Ibn Ezra, and the Rambam. At the end, the house of study was full of scholars. They watched the man at his work with incredulity. What a learned scholar he must be, whispered one, awestruck. Never in my life have I seen a scholar use so many authorities at one time, said another. <laughs> Methodically, the stranger piled up his big books. 
Then, to everybody's amazement, he climbed on top of them and reached for a hard cheese he had hidden on the very top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that coming. Or at least something to that effect, you know. I was like, ooh, what's Obviously, this be he's about? not studying all those books. So. No, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was it. Oh, that was it? That was it. Man, yeah. he didn't find a lot of good stuff in that chapter, I apparently. I didn't, because, like, I don't need to hear about shrews and henpecked husbands. Right, yeah. But... I do want to go back to Laverne and Shirley a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you enjoyed that show, you probably also enjoyed but forgot that in the movie Wayne's World, which, yes, is very old also. Yes. But, you know, not as old as Laverne and Shirley. Not as old as Laverne and Shirley, no. That they did a bit in the middle of their movie. They did. Yeah. They did. And I'm going to link to that because... It's funny as it fuck. Is. It is. So I'm going to link to the opening of Laverne and Shirley, and then I'm going to link to the, the Wayne's, World, Wayne's bit. World bit. But I'm also going to um, link to, there's a really interesting um, interview with Penny Marshall and Cindy, what's her face? I can't remember the actress that played um, Shirley. Gotcha. Um, oh, what's her name? Shirley. No, no. Um, Cindy. Shoot, can't remember. Okay. Anyway, it's a really interesting interview between the two of them where they talk about how they came up with that theme song um, for the show. Okay. And they basically couldn't think of anything to do. And Penny Marshall had grown up singing that as a schoolgirl. They just used to sing it like a ditty on on their way to school. Like they would skip along and sing that on the way to school. And so um, the director, um, who was it? Rob Marshall? I don't know. Penny Marshall's husband. You know, the the director, somebody Marshall. Okay. Okay, anyway. Um he was like, Penny, sing sing that thing that you told me that you used to sing when you were a little girl and and teach it to Cindy and let's do that real quick. Yeah. And so that's how they came up with that. Because <laughs> everybody's always like, What is that? Why are you doing that? What is that about? Right. And why? It wasn't really about anything. It was just Something from her childhood. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Which I thought was interesting. Fair enough. Although Shlemil and Shlemazel does kind of, you know, fit the tone right. and the mood because they were just two women working, trying to make it and, right. you know, had bad luck. Yep. yep. Yeah. All right. Well, so that was, is that all we got for today for the book club? That's all we got for today for the book club. Shlemils right. and Shlemazels. Thank you guys for joining us and we will see you of the weekly out here shortly. Mm-hmm. And then we'll be doing a couple of episodes for Ecclesiastes 2 today because we're way behind. Yeah, one and so two. We'll see you guys on some new episodes here soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh, my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? 
Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.